transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Oof, like literally, literally just go for it. All right, we're going for it. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the history of bamboo in America. It's exciting, riveting, a little bit of a split from our our usual content. It grows very fast and readily and can be used for many applications. It can. Sometimes you might not want to put up a fence, <laughs> but you could put up a bamboo tree line and that would block sight lines onto your property and allow for a modicum of privacy. Hmm. Well, it's then, so strong. The oh, more you know. <laughs> what are we actually talking about, though? Yeah. <laughs> guys, this is another. You guys know this is another episode of Under Further Review, right? I'm not oh, talking man. to the hot the corn dogs. I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, you I'm guys gonna... know that that's what this is, right? Oh, I yeah. fucking know, brother. <laughs> oh no, the first brother of the night. The first... <laughs> I'm well aware of it, brother. Oh my god, yeah, this is episode eleven technically. So you know, one one, big wish. Right. Yeah, the the that's next one will works. be will be twelve. <laughs> it's right. almost thirteen if you think about it. Wow. No, let's skip thirteen. It's a bad. It's unlucky. The oh word for 12 in German is Zwolf. Zwolf. This isn't number 12. This is number 11. I know, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is an yeah. educational podcast. First, we're going to learn about the bamboo, <laughs> and then we're going to learn to count to 12 in German. I feel like this is really what they come for. You know, this is. <laughs> it's quite possible. I've been preparing all day. There's a guise of music involvement in this program, but really, they just want to hear us talk about the fucking random shit that drifts in and out of our heads. Like the gent, did you guys listen to Got Gent, that playlist? Yes, <laughs> I actually have quite a bit before you mentioned it, in fact. <laughs> how is it? Okay, those that have listened to it, how many gents would you give it out of 10? Um, I would give it eight out of 10 gents. <laughs> Are you the only one that listened to? Oh, yeah, okay. probably. <laughs> I thought. I thought were... No. Where, where, where does well, it lose the two? What? What? What could it have done better, and what? What did it do right? That is a pivotal question. Um, there wasn't um, enough Devin Townsend. That's a good point. All right. Well, that settles it. Now let's move on to, I suppose, what we actually came here to do, which was talk about <laughs> the benefits of bamboo. <laughs> yes. And chew bubble gum. Home and garden projects. Yeah, we're all out of bubble gum. We're out all out of talking about bamboo, though. You oh, can you use got it bubble to make rain gutters. Got... <laughs> or on another note, maybe we should take a look at this fantastic pod, well, not podcast, playlist that our El Capitan sent to us. Well, you know, somebody had to, had to claim it. JB's tips and tops entered your ears this week, gentlemen. So I guess maybe we should lay down for the corn dogs out there. This isn't Jared's first playlist. No. One was lost to the playlist gods. It's just gone. It's it's mm-hmm. lost in the fucking ether. I it wouldn't be my first gaff with a, like 
the Lucas who, you know, he, he would tell you all about the lost episodes that are many for matinee edition. I'm hoping to rec- now that I have new new equipment, it won't happen too much with these podcasts anymore. <laughs> did we actually record that? We did. It was oh, a full okay. fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, it was did. a long. That was like a 25. It was one, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was, was like the a, early days. Yeah, dude, it was Uh-oh. a three-hour banger. <laughs> we, had some, we had some very ambitious expectations for our time. Yeah. <laughs> I think the hot dogs slash corn dogs. The corn dogs are the real ones out there. The hot dogs are just the fucking posers. The hot dogs are the Instagram, the Instagram followers. The corn dogs are the listeners for sure. (laughs) But I think they're they're probably pretty stoked that these aren't three hours a piece, you know. Yeah, if they can come in for an hour and a half and hear some bullshitting, it's probably best for everyone. Yeah. I think it's a the more desirable format for most years I these days. Three well, hours. Then, we'll leave the three hours to Rogan, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Are his that? Leave that long? Dude, he does sometimes like fucking five-hour po- mm, podcasts. It, yeah. It's yeah. nuts. I don't think I could talk to Joe Rogan for five hours. Def- definitely not. I'd run out actually, of Actually, maybe I could because steam. he's actually a really good interviewer. Well, he, he is. Get it out of me. Uh, He'd okay. spend an hour and a half telling you about um, MMA, whether you wanted to or not. Yeah, <laughs> that's been my gripe lately. That's I, the I thing. Like, I Hang love. On, did he talk about Yair Rodriguez recently? Because I have some opinions about that beautiful, shining star of a man. <laughs> Probably. I've been a huge Rogan fan for over the last five years, but I'm not going to lie. I've I've pretty much completely tuned him out in the last year since he moved to Spotify. It's nowhere yeah. near what it used to be. I used to just Every- put it on in the background on YouTube while yeah. I was working from home. Yeah, Everyone knows that any podcast that's on Spotify is, is bullshit and <laughs> full of posers. <laughs> Which reminds me, follow Old Heart Radio on Spotify if you're using, <laughs> if you're listening to it on there. Also, uh, we we know other people that have music on there. Oh shit! It's String Lights, the band, which is Whoa. one guy, and that one guy is me. Uh, <laughs> I am String Lights. That is what I am now. That, that <laughs> There's is nothing what? beneath this mask. This is all String Lights. String Lights just, becomes him. It's string Lights all the way down. <laughs> uh, but I have a new track out. It's called The Ride, and it's a little bit of metal and it's a little bit of synthesizers and, and a little bit of 80 sounding drums and that's that's pretty much it but it's pretty it, it's fun i recommend you listen to it someone in indonesia is listening to it shout out uh, yeah so shout out to Be- bekazi indonesia and whoever the fuck that guy is could just be my vpn when i listen to it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've all been using vpns trying to make you feel special oh <laughs> around the globe i'm disappointed but i really appreciate it you got it. <laughs> anything no dude seriously though fucking ripping banger like i've listened to it at least like 20 times <laughs> well sure. i appreciate For it because sure. i need all the plays i can get it's fucking legit man i love it so i going to starve to death if you guys don't listen that's I'm what i'm saying my rent with unless i get 1000 spotify views on each song i actually don't Uh-oh. know how i'm supposed to be making on this um, you can make money off of things you put on Spotify. Okay, that's what that's what I've heard. <laughs> if you're Adele, <laughs> which okay reminds me real quick. Hard segue. Sorry, 
We have officially over 300 episodes of Old Heart Radio podcast on Spotify. So, wow. Yeah. We That's banged impressive. that number right up once we started some of these new some of these new shows like Under Further Review and the Whack Arnold <laughs> Brothers and shit. Wow! So, I gotta say the last the last Coffee and Contemplations you uploaded that was that was <laughs> that was pretty deranged, man. You were ranting. That was you that get, was actually really entertaining. Yo, sometimes the mind splits a little bit behind the microphone. You had some you had some things to say about coffee on that one. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say when I start those things and I just kind of <laughs> I just kind of like rip into some I'm just like okay, uh uh uh, uh. <laughs> So, you know. Appreciate it though. That's over in triple digits, man. I want to get I want to get more in triple digits. So, yeah, we need to We're going for the quad. Dude. The quad. Big old Polaris quad. Need an army. 50,000 didgeridoos. <laughs> I well, haven't got a lot of sleep lately, by the way. Just to, So I'm I'm feeling weird. I, good. I, I, I came with the hatred. I'm coming oh. for... I, I want it, Caleb. Bring the fucking heat. You're bringing hatred on this. Bring that's that's kind of a, impressive. I, do, okay. I, I did want to well, say, I, your, your original Lost playlist, I felt like you played it really safe on that one. And this one, I don't feel like you played it so safe. And it's paying off in spades. So I'm excited to talk well, about this one. Well then let's let's jump right into it. Let's let the captain take a sit in the recliner in the lazy boy. Let's uh, let's up. look this first song, Slim's Return by Mad Lib. What's up with this one? Yeah, man. So Mad Lib uh is a fucking wild innovator when it comes to music and done collaborations with like so many people like so many people most notably for myself mf doom uh in their like collaboration mad villainy which almost a track almost got put on here but i like you know cut it i cut it out um this track though is like it's off of this album where he goes through and repurposes all these like old jazz records from this record label named blue called blue note records and it's just so fucking cool all the samples that he throws together to create these cohesive like awesome pieces of music including this one which i just thought was like a really fucking fun and like kind of laid back opening track so yeah I, listening to it i was like what jar would you consider this like it's i i don't know how to classify it but it's funky as hell and it's really it's a fucking cool jam for sure hell yeah what do you think caleb um i thought it was cool i thought uh i've heard of this guy before and uh like just some like because i do you know i had a a pretty extensive uh phase of listening to a lot of dj music varying from like people like this who are legit old school turntable djs and he's he's really good um, good scratchies. I really like the the rattly. Uh, the, I don't know what that instrument is called, but you know that little like wooden ball on the the bar. Oh yeah, I, smack I, it, dude. I used to fuck with it in, in band class. Yeah, it's like oh, it was yeah. like this little thing. Oh, metallic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck it's called, that thing's cool. Yeah, it's Hell a metallophone. Yeah. Oh, and it's also called. Oh, fuck, what's it also called? It has another name for like high school band. I was looking at buying one, pretty you recently, and I can't remember it. why. Theremin? I want one. Theremin? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like not a xylophone. It's like another thing. It's called mm-hmm. it's called like standard bells or something. Well, for being We're an instrument that only has one purpose, I think it's worth any amount of pennies. Um, I thought this was great. I um, was waiting for a for most Def, aka Yasin Bay, to 
to just jump in. This sounds like his kind of stuff, which I, that's that's the lane of hip hop that I'm a fan of. So it's oh, yeah. a good mix of everything going on. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's what, like, you know, Jameson, you were saying, like, what would you classify it? And I definitely, like, hip hop would be a class of, like, something you'd, you'd put, put as, you know, a genre, uh, a genre on this thing, you know, I, amongst other things, you know. It's, it, it's hard to genreize. But it really is, yeah. What about you, Dusty? To genre. I think this genre <laughs> is, uh, is skate rap. Skate rap. Skate oh. rap. Yes. Dell would also be in that in that yeah. category. It's just like uh right here, stuff like this. Instantly my my mind goes back in Fish Islands, just a street skating video. Oh yo. Which I like quite a bit. It's got an it's gonna screw me just kinda like like oh that takes me back to sixth grade or whatever. I was obsessed with skateboarding. Yo. That I'm, age. I've definitely longboarded while like listening to this this Which album is, yeah, for sure. It's a it's a groove set in music, you know. Hell yeah. Or, it's a, yeah. But I like it. It's it's a nice like tame start to this. It's not too over the top. I didn't realize it's remix of previous <clears throat> jazz records. Yeah, dude. And I couldn't remember <laughs> for demo to hear this and it transitioned to the next song. Couldn't tell if if it's if the sound clips at the end of this song or the start of the next song oh yeah like, but it works yeah. for both of them like i don't know what's going on here i know it kind of did end up sort of working yeah there's like all throughout this album there's these like little recordings that he puts through there uh that are like old old blue note records musicians like doing shout outs you know being like yo mm. he's using these records or whatever and it's just it's just kind of cool to like that he, you know, at their age gets anything from them and, you know, to have like their approval on the project, I bet meant the fucking world. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Let's hear it from you, Flan. I really like this one. It was not what I expected for the opener, but it kind of reminded me, at least with the way your playlist opens, it reminded me of our old Schmouter sets where we would do something really weird and yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe ambient, maybe folk music, maybe something just really <laughs> stupid and then go into an actual song. But this was cool. Like on its own, it was a really kick-ass beat to listen to. Caleb thought he was going to hear most Def chime in at some point. I, I felt like it was going to ha- have a big Wu-Tang presence on this one. Dude. It was, it was super cool. I really enjoyed listening to it. And I very regularly go back and just listen to the Wu-Tang beats on their own. I'm coming to for, I'm coming for more Mad Lib for the same reason. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's that East Coast vibe. Yeah. Well, I guess Slim's return ain't nothing to fuck with. So, um, what about the next one? The Whip by Every Time I Die. Yeah, man. So, uh, it's no secret I love Every Time I Die. Uh, And and instead of putting one on that we've all heard a million times, uh that you know uh like which could be so many tracks from there that i would i would put on from them that i would put on here i wanted to take something off their new album and uh this one just for whatever reason stood out to me i i think just the idea of you know being under the fucking under the whip under the guise of like you know living living life making money it just it's kind of bullshit anyway so take your fucking anger out if you want scream about it a little bit this song just had energy to it and kind of 
I don't know. Thought it was a banger and a hard turn from the fucking first one. <laughs> For sure. What do you think of it, Dusty? It was classic every time I died. I've not heard much of their stuff lately. When did this album come out? It was 2001. Recently. Yeah, I looked I looked at it. It's 2001 release. Or 2021? Or yeah, 2020. Did I say yeah. 2001? Yeah, yeah that no. was a long 2021. Time ago. My bad. <laughs> Pre 9 11. Pre 9 11. Off by a couple decades there. Yeah. It all it's, blends. What is time? <laughs> 90s was 10 years ago. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. I <laughs> oh, wish. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's classic every time I die. I assume the whole album's kind of like their normal groove, their sound. It's got some, yeah, it's got some some hits man i mean they just they've just like what i like about them especially at this particular stage in their like band life is that they're kind of like a they're kind of sure of their sound and what they do yeah you know what i mean they knew who they are they're not gonna try and be something else that are not yeah and I, i really can appreciate that if you're authentic about it you know and keith has always been a hell of a fucking lyrical writer Amongst other things, dude, like he used to put, I don't know if he still does it, but he used to post like shit on like short stories and shit online. Dude's a hell of a writer. And he is a fucking entertaining guitar player. I think Jeremiah pointed out that he's also a fucking uh, wrestler now on the side. (laughs) Professional wrestler? Like, like not in like, you know, WWE big circuits, but yeah, he's like, he wrestles in like some sort of like, like little circuit or something. Circles. He's in one of those underground circles where like smack each other with, with thumbtacks and shit. Dude, jumping, breaking through tables, stabbing each other. Juggalo wrestling league. But you know, pretty fucking legit, legit for that. Watch a Juggalo wrestling league show. Hell yeah. (laughs) Juggalo's life, bro. Can you imagine the hype at that event? We should trademark that and then license it to them. Back to the whip. I thought (laughs) that song, like it's, it's very like it's clear. It's every time I die for sure. But I don't know. It's that I haven't listened to the rest of the album, and I'll definitely check it out. But it seems heavier for sure, heavier to me, which is good. But it seemed to be missing some of that like clean groove that like gutter phenomenon did um which that was like you know i've always liked every time i die but that's the only album that got a ton of play for me Mm. um so i'll definitely go through and check this album out because they still have that that tone so it's yeah definitely something to check out hell yeah Uh, what do you think nick yeah, it, it's it was so obviously every time I die, even though it was a song that I'd never heard before. As soon as it went into the song, I knew who it was. Yeah, um, I'm honestly not the biggest every time I die fan. There's maybe three or four of their tracks that I actually listen to and enjoy, and it's the ones that are probably the least every time I die and like the most rock and roll of what they have. So in that element, I didn't really hear a whole lot of in this song or any actually. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's not my favorite. If I, every time I die, die track. Fair enough. But it was. I actually didn't know that they had a new album. I had no idea that this would have been like recorded ten years after their last thing that I heard that came out. That sounds exactly like every time I die, as I remember them, like crystal, crystalline, locked into place. That is what that is what they sound like. Yeah. And so it's they they came into their sound. 
and they lock that shit in. So that's pretty cool. I'm definitely going to go check the album out to find a different song, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Caleb? Um, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other about every time I die. Like, they're cool. I think it'd be fun to see live. That would be a, a oh, hoot. Fucking um, hell, yeah. And it always reminds me of Drunk Jared, like, punch dancing in a corner. <laughs> um, so I enjoy that. Um <laughs> It's yeah, yeah it's, it's somewhere in sight. It's no. still, man. <laughs> There's another gallon floating around too, but um, yeah, good times. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it, to me, it's like it's not like the heavy music that I gravitate towards, but I have no problem listening to it. Um, it's better than it's fine. But yeah, it's every time <laughs> I die. It's their classic uh, album from 2001. but yeah it's true like their 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 kind of sound is it has a very uh a very uh uniform uh quantum structure if you will it's yeah well you know what you're getting i think i mean being a band for multiple decades like it's just it's like you know i I don't have a a problem with bands that when they like they change their sound like it's obvious like you as a human if you if you create things you might want to adapt the new things that enter into your life and like that might change you know your sound if you're a musician or like your style if you're painting you know what or whatever but and that's healthy but it's also like interesting when i guess if you're like so assured of yourself like you make a fucking life around like i'm bringing people to this like particular style you know what i mean I, i think that's cool i mean yeah. I don't have it. I don't say that in a negative way at all. It's like, oh, it's yeah, like that's um, their that's their sound, and they're sticking to it. And I think it's a good move. And I prefer this greatly to say another band that would do a similar thing, like ACDC. Mm. That's <laughs> true. ACDC yeah. broke. Well, speaking of ACDC, what about <laughs> "On the Way" by Dinosaur Junior? Our next. Song? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, the dude. first time, everyone. Dinosaur Jr. Uh, has always been one of like the 90s bands I randomly gravitated towards. Like, and it was mainly because growing up, my mom's like best friend, who was like a fucking aunt to me, named Sherry, she had like a like a fucking uncle who passed away or something like that. And she, we, my mom and me were helping her clear out his like his apartment, and he had all these records. And like, I didn't know dick all about fucking records at this point in my life. And so I was like floating through looking at like the coolest covers. And I, I specifically pulled out this one with this, this album. Uh, and that's what got me kind of like into Dinosaur Jr. Eventually, you know, along the way. And this, I just like, I like that. I like, you know, so many things about some, some nineties acts, like the squeakiness, the fucking noise, the, the droniness of the vocals, like all matched with like some of that kind of grungy energy at times like i don't know i just i guess yeah the grunge of it all <laughs> a little bit but yeah dinosaur junior man i think it, I, I think it kind of ripped pretty well in from every time i die you know it was a good i think it was an all right flow from one track to the next there it was like squeaky right in right out of it so yeah for sure yeah i don't know i well i do know uh, i in high school, I feel like both you and Scott Weiss 
talked about Dinosaur Jr. a lot, and I remember Dusty listening to him a lot too. And I just never gave him the time of day. Like I don't remember listening to Dinosaur Jr. at all. Um, but then, like a couple of years ago, I'm looking at the album. Um, they put out an album in 2016 called "Give a Glimpse of What You're Not," mm. um, and I was listening to a podcast and Henry Rollins was on it and he was talking about how he went to a dinosaur junior um, concert like the night before. And I was like, you know, maybe I need to give these guys a fucking chance. And I did. And I loved that fucking album. It was great. And so I've, I've dabbled in them a little bit over the last couple years, but not any, I look this album's from 93 and so I hadn't really gone this far back into their catalog, but I liked this one a lot. And so this is right up there with my favorite ones on the playlist. Oh, fuck yeah. So what about you, Nick? For me? Okay, so I have almost the exact same story, except that 2016 moment never happened for me. <laughs> so, this was actually my first time listening to a Dinosaur Jr. track because for whatever reason, I just never decided to listen to them after hearing you definitely have heard you definitely have heard feel the pain probably i wouldn't be able to tell you what that sounds like they're by far the most popular song but yeah well i wish i had listened to them earlier because this song was super goddamn cool and it was raw and it was aggressive which was not what i was expecting for what it is which is i think i mean are they grunge or they're are they like Outside I mean, grunge. I would say they're grunge adjacent, dude. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't call them yeah. full grunge, but they, you know, like so they have like some of the elements of that like time period. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there was. I mean, they shared band band members with like some of the major bands of that era, didn't they? I, I believe that they've been kind of yeah, they've had members like sort of interchangeably like that. Like, they're definitely. But I, it's like, I, I like adjacent. That that makes sense. Yeah, we'll call them that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a super cool sound. I'm definitely going to be checking out more Dinosaur Jr. in the future. This was a nice, nice little treat for me. Fuck yeah, dude! Let's let's hear from the the guy who likes them or liked them even in the past. What do you think, Dusty? Oh, it's a good song. It's always I would consider them indie grunge. Okay, I yeah. guess. Yeah, alt grunge. I mean, yeah. not quite grunge, like. Music is, wasn't as shitty as some of the other grunge band just back in the day, yeah. but they have more of that indie feel that was always more up my alley. You know, they're definitely on the outside. And if I guess if I were around the '90s like that, they'd probably be up there. Be like, like I'd probably be like a fuck Nirvana and their mainstream bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, <laughs> we listen to Dinosaur Junior here. <laughs> D- DJ or get or bus, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I like the dirty sound of it too. Just like you're immediately like, wow, this is from the '90s. Definitely, I, I just yeah, like I said, I love the noise, like that, like fucking the extra fuzz or whatever the fuck happens. Like, I like the extra, I like the extra space filler, you know. Well, somehow I feel like there might be a hot take coming, so let's um, hear from Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I think it's great. I'm glad you guys enjoy Dinosaur Jr. 
Um, I've probably also heard one of their songs before. This is probably like the first one I really like. Just so everybody knows, he almost rolled his eyes, it looked like, when he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I fucking hated this. Um, Like a lot. God damn it. I I don't like... um, Play the flute, Nick. I was trying to, but I can't get a note out of it right now. My lips are dry. What'd you have? What was your beef with the with the DJ? I'm um, sorry, I got distracted. I want to think about anything else. <laughs> by the, by um, the flute man. <laughs> yeah, um, I just it's, it's fine. Like the the like the actual music, the band. It's kind of just you know typical. It's just rock. It's kind of generic. I like the wah pedal solo. I'm a fan of the wah pedal. Not a popular opinion, but um, <laughs> the um, the uh, the vocals are what killed it for me. It's just like he's doing this thing. Like he sounds like one of those girls with the fry in her voice. Like, I don't know. Valley and, girl. Uh, yeah. It's, and it's then, Valley girl. Oh, it's Valley from the valley. The, the chorus. <laughs> on the way. Just I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like. I'm sorry. I really didn't like this. I'll give it two more. <laughs> Damn, dude. All right. All right. Excited well, to move on. The dinosaurs are extinct. Yeah, the fucking they, great. It, it was like, I mean, they put out some music, I think, earlier this year, a couple of tracks. Though. But to be know. fair, um, I also hate Nirvana and just basically all of that bullshit from that time. Mm. No, I'm not a grunge fan. Fair enough. Okay. And well, I wish my Instagram would know. figure that out because I'm tired of the Kurt Cobain memes. <laughs> Did you just have a bad time in the 90s? Because you don't like grunge. Yeah. You don't like ska. I what missed all of it. You don't like I pop didn't... punk? Get the fuck out of here, man. It wasn't my childhood. I was having Jesus shoved down my throat. Yeah, what you were listening to, like, isn't Toby Mac like a super popular Christian artist? You a huge fan know. of that? No, I'm not you saying that. You guys don't even know, man. Sometimes are. I have to beat Jeremiah back with a stick at the playlist he wants to submit. You guys, he wants to sub. You wanted to submit like an all Christian playlist. Oh, oh God. God, no! And he oh, swears Lord. that he's gonna fight, tell, like throw music in our face that's like that. That is in quote unquote enjoyable. I think so. No. That's what I'm well, saying. Then. Nice. Cold I was like, that's dangerous guy. territory, man. I don't know. I'm gonna be so cranky if that happens. Is he evangelizing <laughs> us? No, he just. He, I think he just. over there. You know the boy. He likes. He likes to poke the bear. He likes to rustle, rustle feathers. Yeah, he does. He hears That's us talk too much shit about a particular thing, and he's gonna make a fucking playlist with that particular thing. <laughs> I respect that. Well, <laughs> it's a long game. <laughs> well, then why don't we just move on to the next track and go on to Japan by Yacht Club? Take a little trip. Dude, so speaking of the fucking devil, Jeremiah turned me on to, to Yacht Club, man. This uh, this track is just so fucking, like, for some reason, it just, like, puts me in this weird laid-back yet productive state of mind. And I, like, it just every time I put it on, it, it hits for me. I don't know why. But, yeah, I, yeah, it's just ever since he threw it my way, I've just been like jamming on it. So you know, I had to give him, I had to put it on here because it's been like on repeat for months. I totally agree, man. The guitar riff in there is catchy as fuck. Like I really like it. And then the vocals come in and they're super unique and fuzzy. And I I liked it a lot. Hell this, yeah. Another one, this might be fighting with Dinosaur Jr. up there at the top, but um maybe let's just jump right back in for some more hot takes <laughs> and let's hear from caleb oh um, i didn't hate this as much um 
it's <laughs> it's this one's fine. Um, oh, the, okay. The the lyrics or the, the lyrics. Um, I don't know what the lyrics are, but uh, the vocals are they're okay. They're, that's probably like my least favorite part. But there's they're not offensive. I do like the spacey kind of lo-fi, um, you know, laid back vibe, and it's almost kind of surf rock ish. But it also kind of reminds me of like um, some of that like kind of you know old school like 80s goth like music like maybe okay yeah there's a there's a little bit of that in there at least with the guitar anyway but um it's catchy and i've liked it uh the more i've listened to it so at first i was like uh, what is this tim taylor noise but uh, <laughs> no it's, it's 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 pretty good hell yeah you look like you had something flan i did but i forgot what it was <laughs> or no, I, I, whatever it was, I couldn't remember the name of the crucial thing that I was trying to think of, so it was a useless thought, and that was a useless statement. I yeah. keep yeah. worrying that I'm gonna like get in trouble for distracting the class and like get sent out into the hall or something. Well, please mute your mic if you're. Gonna my third grade the teacher used to do that to me all the time. I learned how to. I learned how to all, all the cuss words in third grade. <laughs> and I started teaching everybody in class and started cussing all the time. And my third grade teacher would always send me out in the hallway and just make me sit out all, all day out in the fucking hallway. It was a noble prick. endeavor. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to share knowledge. And I don't think exactly. a teacher should punish a child for that. I know. It was fucked up. You send, They censored me, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Refuse to hear the truth. Well, what do you have to say about Yacht Club, Flan? What the fuck is Yacht Club? <laughs> This fucking song, song Japan. Is, you fucking ding. <laughs> Go in the fucking hall. <laughs> you bitch. Oh, oh my god. All right. So, and my actual feelings regarding uh, Yacht Club Japan. This song was a fucking vibe. It, immediately in my head, I I knew when I heard this song, I was like, I'm gonna listen to this exactly at the moment after I get past Aberdeen when I'm heading out to the beach to go oh. surf again my next time this is driving by the ocean music that's fucking rad um it was cool as shit this was like i to me this is just reading as the indie genre of music genre um and it was i feel like i listened to so many bands that were kind of like this but weren't enough like this for me to to like them this much like they were just trying to be what yacht club did on this song i don't know if any of yacht club songs or as good as this one, or at least if I'm gonna like him this much, but this is a banger. I'm gonna come back to this one. In yeah, sort of varied in oh, sound, yeah. I'd say overall. But this uh, this one, yeah, particularly, like you said, dude, this particularly has just like that vibe to it. Like instantly put me back into the headspace of like when I first decided I was gonna try to be an indie hipster kid, and I was like wearing skinny jeans and listening to this kind of music all the time. Immediately put me back there. Yeah. Those jeans were too tight. Are, are your jeans nice and tight there, Gil? We're wearing sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, boy. Nice. Preparation for the, sweatpants. for the next few days. Are they gray sweatpants? Because oh. I hear the yeah. ladies like those. The gray Seahawk sweatpants. Nice. Yeah. They're but what nice. do you think about Japan? Oh, I like this. This, is, this type of music I listen to all the time. So I, I, I can't quite put my finger on which band this reminds me of and maybe it's like nick said it's a collection of a lot of these indie bands but like it's like they took all the different sounds that you would typically hear in an indie song these days and combine them into one song like the spacey guitar the, the lyrics that are, are not the lyrics, but like the 
the vocal styling, you know, the effects on that. But yeah, I, I can't put my finger on which and exactly it is, but it's something, I mean, I like this stuff, the kind of stuff I regularly listen to. I'm kind of surprised they haven't popped up on my new Mount daily playlists or anything like that, but I'll have to check them out more. I do like the surf rock vibe to it. Took me a while to catch on to that, but I mean, the album cover is like a surf like a wave or something, so. Like a skeleton surfing. Yeah, so I'll have to check them out more. I'm sure it'll start to pop up more in my playlist as I listen to this song, so. Fucking well, hell, yeah. I guess that brings us down to Pressure by Billy Joel. Yo. Which I gotta say, dude, this is a strange pick, but <laughs> let's, let's hear about it. All right. Two things. So, one, this song is in the first episode of the boy of the boys season two, and that's where I heard it for the first time. It is, and it's this. It's the synth, dude. The synth that just fucking got me. I was like, "The fuck is that?" And then like looking up, looking it up, being like, "This is a Billy Joel song," and then like listening to the whole song, and. To me, there's some really kind of like interesting fucking moments in this song that I wouldn't, and maybe that's just my cursory knowledge of Billy Joel, but I wouldn't like peg it's Billy Joel, and and then there's just like some really fucking bizarre moments in this song, like so lyrically, like especially, and it's and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? But it's like that, it's that that you know that fucking synth that just like goes hard in the middle like all like randomly throughout you know just i'm for some reason it keeps me coming back i suppose well let's hear the opinion of our resident synth expert flannery uh i gotta say i also thought this was a bizarre choice (laughs) um and i (laughs) i knew it sounded familiar and i had no idea but it absolutely was the boys where i first heard this song Yo. And so I'm thankful that you showed it to me. I don't know how much I'm going to be listening to this going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the synthesizer part, like the like that that main kind of brass stabby part. Yeah. That part was sick as fuck, and someone should like sample that, turn it into a, like a big-ass beat of some 100. Type. That's um, what I kept thinking. I was like, what a fucking interesting thing that would be the sample. But I am so bad at sampling, so. The rest of the, the, rest of the song was... I don't know if I'm going to be the biggest fan of this song. I, I did like the part where, where Lil John showed up for one shout out. <laughs> he just shows up like right in the back minute. Pressure! I know, dude. <laughs> and that was one of the bizarre things I kept getting like hooked on. I was like, he's just like randomly like yelling the word pressure. <laughs> like... That was a Lil John feature. <laughs> I'll tell you what it means. He just like says weird things in the middle of it. Like, this is a bizarre fucking song, man. It's very strange. Intriguing, yeah. really. <laughs> on that note, I'll just say that the piano man wasn't doing it for me on this track. <laughs> I'm not a I wasn't a big fan of this one. I don't I don't know what the boys is. Is that a show I should check out? Is it absolutely good? Oh yeah, dude. It's a superhero show that Amazon produces that is okay. based off of a series of, of I can't remember if they're just if they're graphic novels or comics, whatever, some you know medium. But either way, uh, it's really cool because it's like a really interesting, like more uh, 
I don't know. You just see some really like nice brutal moments. It's just a really like interesting fucking take on a superhero show. It's not a Marvel show. That's for damn sure. If you were to well, take like a, a Marvel show, but make it extreme, like an extreme mature rating. Yeah. A lot more gore than that's where I would put the boys. It's like Marvel yeah. meets a like Mortal Kombat with its gore, you know? Okay. <laughs> Well, I gotta like also flip the script. Maybe some Watchmen yeah. vibes to it too. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it more akin to the story of Watchmen, not the movie. Maybe the HBO show though. The HBO show for sure. Yeah. Didn't see the movie. Heard it, bad it, things. It flips the script on superheroes. That's mm-hmm. that's what it does. You know the beef I fucking had with the Watchmen movie was that like it like completely there's just the like the why switch the fucking ending of that movie where where the pivotal moment in that movie is not that everybody fucking hates Dr. Manhattan. It's that the world unites behind an alien threat, right? And Oscars, I, anyway, I was just, I, I fucking, I rip, I, anyway. No, it, I, I don't understand why he changed that because so many parts of that movie were so well executed and then they just fuck up that part of it. I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, get it. I'm there with you. I'm both dying. The series. All right. We hate the go. Watchmen movie, and most of you seem to not like the pressure by Billy Joel. So, well, no. let's hear from Gil because he, he might on. have something to say. S- save first, me. I was like, uh, I didn't look to see who this was. And I'm like, who's this fucking knockoff Kmart John Lennon <laughs> motherfucker? Because at first it, it kind of sounded like, you know, somebody ripping off the Beatles but then I was like oh my god it's Billy Joel but <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, I mean I like Billy Joel's other stuff quite a bit and this this was different but it started to grow on me for sure especially yes. that, that catchy you know dude it eats away at you yeah like the first like verse is about having a gun in your face yeah like what are you gonna do pressure okay yeah what about was, you, Caleb? I like it, so I'll I'll give him that. Fuck yes, um, I got this, one. This song um, kind of raises my blood pressure. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just so random, and it makes me a little anxious. And it just it reminds me of um, Threat Level Midnight from The Office. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I yes, this would this would have to be in that movie at some point. It, it's it? uh when they're no, ice it would have to be oh my yeah. oh, the other shit. place i've heard this it totally yeah. oh, is yeah. dude oh my god such a good call caleb what yeah. the fuck scene it just it just reminds me of uh like i think i'm having that's what i'm feeling anxious about is because like golden face is trying to kill michael scarn and then <laughs> dude, he just everybody trying Oscar. to go to scarn he just chokes him out like and brutally murders him with an American flag um, in the locker room. And I just I love that it's really he has to, to be with an American skater. flag. Like, he has to yeah. murder an innocent ice skater. I'm so sorry about this. Suit. He couldn't incapacitate him or do anything else. He had to murder that ice skater because he's yeah, made everyone scarred. uncomfortable. I don't yeah, know if I agree with Michael Scarn's either. methods. It makes me it makes me feel like that um, is unfolding in my heart and it's a really weird fucking song and <laughs> i just want to know what the fuck was going on with all of those old like rock bands 
when they went through the 80s like what are you guys doing cocaine man a lot Drugs. of coke it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah this is this is this reeks of cocaine psychosis the synth is, that's what i'm Weird. saying dude like one of the most interesting things to me about this track is that he sounds like billy joel's losing his fucking mind yeah like <laughs> like it sounds like he was like 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 just going fucking crazy writing and he's just i can just see these lyrics scribbled down on like a you know a half sheet of paper and you know he's, he's just going all fucking like I just, he's, I, oh yeah i want i want to be in the room i want to be in the room when he like pitches the like he explains the song to his band like okay we're gonna do this weird reggae part and then we're gonna do this scary synth part and then at the end i'm gonna yell pressure and before we record this you guys gotta drink like 12 cups of coffee it's yeah. real weird. <laughs> it's fucking but it's not bad. Nuts, man. Yeah, everybody gets everybody snort their line of cocaine, snort their line of no dos. Let's hop on that recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of anxiety, how about <laughs> number five with a bullet by Taking Back Sunday? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good transition. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Gosh, yeah, the whiny, the whiny boy in me uh, still has that like affinity for taking back Sunday, one hundred percent. You guys know this. I didn't know fully what track to put on. This was like a wild. This was just like a random pick off that album. I do like this this track, but in in hindsight, I, I probably could have picked a better one off the album. But uh, either way, this is probably my favorite album from Taking Back Sunday, and it's the one I always go to when I think about Taking Back Sunday. I haven't kept up with too much of their new stuff, but there's always a special place in my heart for this album, I suppose. Yeah, listening to it, like, I know in previous episodes, I've kind of confessed my love for emo music, but I feel like this one, it's so goddamn dramatic. Like, I, listening to it, I was like, was this what we seemed like to our parents at the time? Because it is so, so much melodrama that it was almost a little bit too much to bear oh. listening to as an adult. You need um, to go back and listen to some senses fail because it is so much ooh, more than you. Is it more? Because, I, I mean, I've been to a senses fail concert. I used to listen to senses fail quite a bit, so... Yeah. Maybe I'll go go dive into that, but dramatic shit I've heard. Cut my heart out, <laughs> bury me out in the backyard, and there's ambulances trying to resuscitate me at any given moment it because is, of it, I don't know my emotions. I, that's. But what about <laughs> yeah? What about this one, Flan? What do oh, you what think? About this song, I so I love Taking Back Sunday. I don't listen to every one of their songs. This is a this is one of the ones that I listen to pretty regularly. I had um, Cute Without the E on my playlist actually. Yeah. yeah and it was a banger so maybe you could have picked a better song than the one you picked but you weren't picking one better than take than cute without the e (laughs) i don't make the rules but it was a good song um i like the band i don't have any big profound thing to say about it i did want to point out that did you ever notice that in a lot of their songs they'll for a four-line verse they'll just repeat the third line twice oh man I really gotta hand it to you. Yeah, you're right. Really gotta hand it. He does it like <laughs> 18 times throughout that song, and then also in every other one of the songs that they have that I'm aware of. Dude, that's it's, a that's a good call, honestly. It, it's kind of a telltale sign. You're listening. You're listening to TBS. Trademark. <laughs> what do you think, Dusty? Well, I'm saying, Bo's Nick. This is this stuff always pops up on my daily stuff. 
just classic indie emo takes me back probably to 2007 2008 that era because nothing nothing crazy to say about it i enjoy it and whatever hate i won't hate on this stuff especially as i've gotten older i've appreciated it more and more but it, I, I get yeah. where it's coming from man our parents were you know what did your parents think we were listening to this how whiny we were yeah. <laughs> well Angst. caleb i i never associate you with emo music but i know you've said many times that you like this album so do you have yeah. some strong feelings um no uh yeah i definitely i've listened to this album by them the most and i think if memory serves this is probably my least favorite song on the album but that doesn't mean i don't like it <laughs> like I, I agree you could have picked a better song and any song is better than q without the e including this one you're Fight fucking me. wrong oh deal with it <laughs> but um no it's I, I don't have any problem with it um it's it's whiny and it's nostalgic for me i think this came out in 2004 um yeah i no no complaints nothing bad to say about taking back sunday and i am not scared of the power rangers nick because i miss the 90s i don't know anything about that you shouldn't be scared of the power rangers but you should be scared of zordon and you should also be scared of king rat like our next song by modest mouse (laughs) that's true Dude, don't fuck with the king rat, man. Uh, you know, maybe we're all a little bit. Uh, maybe I, maybe I feel like I'm a king, a king of the rats. Maybe I'm not. Maybe Charlie's the king of the rats because he's got a bigger bat. I don't know. <laughs> uh, either way, Modest Mouse is like. There's always gonna be a spot in my fucking music library for Modest Mouse. Um, I think on the last episode of this. Uh, with my playlist, I had the whale song on there, which yeah. is a ripping song off this fucking this album. But I wanted to pick a different, and uh, I like I just I this has like such a mo- modest mousy sound to it, you know, that just like really fucking scratches that itch. And um, lyrically, you know, it's a really interesting song too. And so I don't know, it just it, the, everything from this particular album, like always i can listen to this album like it's like a little i think it's technically an ep maybe but it just fucking bangs for me and um again you know long ago i think you know i always uh, i probably was into like the like so many people i probably got into modest mouse for the commercial hit that they like the float on and then that sucked you into the album and then uh, mainly because of access, I don't think I ever listened to it, like much past that album until I was able to get my hands on like pirated music libraries and shit like that, and get like other fucking like albums, and then all of a sudden experience this wide breadth of like dirtiness that Modest Mouse has that I fucking mm-hmm. love so much. Um, and you know, this I think is just a really uh, it's it's kind of a good, uh, slightly good representation of that. I didn't want to go all the way back. Oh, but you know, go back to polar opposites. You know. stuff like that. <laughs> Although there are, I mean, there's some cuts that like I do love. I just, you know, it's it, it's again with Modest Mouse. Like you can make a whole playlist w- of Modest Mouse songs mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Like you just have to cut it down to something. And I chose the King Rat. I caught it by the fucking tail and threw it on the table here for you boys <laughs> to feast on. So- <laughs> uh, bash it against the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I we think- got to make sure it's dead. <laughs> I think I remember like 
all of our high school career, or I don't know how else you want to say it, but all of high school, I remember Dusty's ringback tone on his cell phone being third planet by Modest Mouse. So we should probably hear from him <laughs> <I forgot>. first. <laughs> what about that? Oh, I forgot oh about God. ringbacks. Those oh, were, yeah. Those were Damn. a wild thing. It was Ooh. the ringbacks were so hard to hear what was going on. So oh, every time I called you, it took me a couple minutes. It was like somebody was like <laughs> recording, listening to a recording through a megaphone. They recorded then on a cell phone. That's ringback tone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's true cult. But yeah, if you if you were to listen if you listen to this album, you, you would think that it was like or like. Preview like pre, it was like more of a classic grungy and, but I think this what came out like 2010, 2011 or something like that. I looked uh, today; it was 2009. Yeah, so yeah. it was like right after, uh, it's like we're dead before the ship even sink. I think I, I think I saw them on that tour, mm. but yeah, it is classic Moss Mouse. Kind of hits all the random shit, you know. They got all their horns and everything. Makes me definitely want to go back and listen to that Moon in Antarctica and all the other shit. And I, I don't, I don't think until probably a year or two ago I really understood the meaning behind Third Planet. And I believe it's about a, a miscarriage, if I remember right. It's very dark. Dang. But yeah, I always love, always love Modest Mouse, and they're they're good act. See live as well. They're 15 person band. It's insane. Dude. Yeah, for sure, dude. I I thought like initially hearing this, I thought this has to be from their back catalog. It has yeah, just such a classic stuff. modest mouse sound. And I don't know, they're such a unique band. Like, especially I don't know, they didn't have a ton of like I don't know this for sure. It doesn't seem like they had a ton of commercial success besides Float On, you know, but they had a huge like cult following and they just have such a fucking unique sound that that they're fucking great. I like them a lot. I like this song. I think I'll go through and listen to this EP. Um, and I can't remember. God, I the they put out an album like 20 has to have been like 16 17 um something circles or uh, fuck i don't know but that's a great album too anyways yeah. what about you caleb oh man i think you guys know how i feel about modest mouse and i don't I like you Let's like modest it. mouse too um no i don't i really don't um i'm glad you guys <laughs> like them and uh Going to one of their shows, I would probably go sleep in the car. Um, <laughs> and it's like, why do you need 15 people to play that? But it's just got, like, horn I don't know. section, oh, all sorts of instruments. You, you expect Isaac Brock to do live. all of that? Yeah. I don't okay, expect well, much Nick of has high expectations. That guy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. <laughs> Modest Mouse in a nutshell for me, and this song's a great example of that, is like, okay, here's an out-of-tune banjo, and then um, a drunk guy with a lisp is going to yell, um, but then he's going to whisper stuff to you, and um, he's going to yell again. And it's gonna yell you're right gonna, as you're really close. You're, your ears yeah. really close. <laughs> like, you're, you're, like, this is what it's like. It's like, it's like 
this is like sleep deprivation torture. Like you're almost <laughs> about to fall asleep because it's so fucking boring. And then he, some guy comes up and goes Wah! in your face and you're like, oh shit. And then he just never lets you sleep. <sighs> you really want to. Damn. I don't Isaac like Rock. it. Getting hit hard tonight. I'm sorry. Well, take I'm it back. Sorry. Take the act back to Issaquah. That's what McGrady said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's know. exactly just, how I feel when I listen to Devin Townsend's that's voice. Fair. Oh. That's fair. Oh. So you know how I feel listening to Modest Mouse. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. Fuck. <laughs> sorry. Well, before we move on to Flan, I'd just like to say the album I was talking about, Strangers to Ourselves. Oh, I okay, liked yeah, yeah, it yeah. a lot. But, anyways. Nick, let's hear from you. So, I honestly, the description Caleb gave, or the, the, hang on, the description Caleb gave for that, for the Modest Mouse sound, I feel is very accurate, but I also really like them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, I I grew up on the moon. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't hear my drums. Those are too quiet. Um... I grew up on the moon and Antarctica, and so just hearing Modest Mouse basically always puts me back into like junior or senior year, and I'm walking to school because I don't have enough money for gas, and so because all I had to do was like walk along the canal, and we can get to the high school from that place. Um, but Modest Mouse is cool to listen to again. This isn't my favorite of their songs, but, but to be perfectly honest, I'm just glad you didn't pick Float On. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. I've, I've heard Float On. I don't. They have other songs. I like their other songs too. I don't dude, dislike Float On. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there, dude. Like, I don't dislike Float On. It's just, it's like, it's just such a shame that that. I mean, and there's a there's there's, there's a shocking amount of songs off that album that I'm in that I think are pretty pretty fucking interesting. But it's just I, there's just so much better. Like, it, it like feels like to, to a lesser them, extent of, of like um like when, when people start talking about Rush and they're like yeah it's that band that played Tom Sawyer and and I'm just thinking come on man they've had so much better forty yeah. fucking years yeah. in a hit like every ten years at least and yeah. oh my god I yeah, will say we, we get it you watched I love you man <laughs> oh, oh I had one other thing. I had one other thing to talk about. Do you guys know what a rat king is? What's oh, a rat king? I mean, explain it. Yeah. So, what yeah, is yeah, what okay. is this? So a rat king, I, I found out about this pretty recently for some reason. A rat king is when you have like a swarm of rats in a place and they're all kind of like piled on top of each other. Sometimes oh, I think I saw this on Reddit. Sometimes a group of them will get their tails tangled. Yes. Together, and yes. So you can get upwards of like 15 like 20 rats all just tangled together and they can't oh. get untangled because they're like reflexively tangling each other more and so they just die like that yeah it's like a, it's basically like it's That's it's like quicksand essentially it's like a it's like a halo of rat i watched the oh. it, it was on oh. it was on reddit and i watched the whole video of them all dying slowly there's there, video, oh there's, there's the video pictures, evidence of this video. Yeah, it was like uh, it was you know the Reddit page like mildly interesting or you know something like that, and it was like a quick time lapse of like this is what happens when these rats you know they're like in a pile, and it like it's it's a video but like it kind of fast forwards or it's like edits it and slowly just like they're just dead and it gets to the point where there's like one or two kind of moving and then they're just Hmm. dead. That's fucking. Some of them starve to death or panic to death. It's it's yeah. 
more enjoyable to watch than to listen to this song. I, <laughs> you fuck. I, I will you say, just on a quick modest mouse note, like, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I would say their second most popular song is Ocean Breeze Salty. And I think that's probably my favorite song that they've ever done. That song is for way myself. better than Float On. Too, Float so. On. Yeah, it's way better. But on that note, what about what the fuck is this next song? What oh. the Wall Said by Proto Martyr. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love Proto Martyr. Um, there's so many things I like. I like the energy that the music has. I like I like that it's also kind of it feels like it's dialed back in a way. Like it's energetic and get in your face, but it's never like fully in your face. Uh, and yeah, the vocalist is like the coolest motherfucker on the planet. He literally just stands at at, at Jeremiah again. Jesus, just attribute everything to, to fucking Jeremiah over here. Um, he's he's like years ago turned me on to them, and yeah, the the vocalist is like this like just he wears his sunglasses and his blazer, and he's older than everybody else in the band, and he just stands at the mic and just says these things and or sings these things into the microphone. You know, like he's just so nonchalant. It's, I don't know. It's a, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. But yeah, this song, I, I just think it's kind of, yeah, just a generally interesting uh, idea of what the band is. So, Well, I know I've heard you mention them at least twice, maybe more on this show. And uh, I still hadn't looked into them. And I think after hearing this, I'll check them out more. Like it's yes. kind of... Yeah, this this song's interesting. I don't, I won't say it like blew me away or anything, but it's fucking interesting, and I I think it warrants checking out a little bit further. There you go. You owe me money, Proto Martyr. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Caleb? Um, it's it's okay. Uh, my biggest complaint is one that somebody needs to teach this fucking guy how to EQ his guitar amp because there's way too much bass and it just I, I i get they're probably going for like kind of a washed out sound and they achieved it like if that's what you're into cool um <laughs> that's how you get your kicks <laughs> um so i don't have like a problem with it it's just not my my flavor um there were some interesting kind of noise jammy bits like i like when it kind of picked up like that was that was that was cool because uh the first like little bit when it's just like him and the drums and the guitar or whatever um it sounds like he's he's dying on heroin um and <laughs> it made me sad and then you know i kind of picked things up a little bit and it's yeah, pick up, pick uh, it's up the fine speed a little bit there with the you know the i might i might be a little unfairly harsh just i'm hungry so i'm, I'm a little hangry do you need to get no, a snack back no. I got some wasabi here for you. Get this man a snack pack. Some ginger, but I don't. Get really a bowl of snack. Well, Nick, I, I saw. I saw you have some. A Gatorade on hand. Get some meatloaf for this man. I'm just gonna eat my feelings. <laughs> I I saw some head nods out of you, Flannery. So let's hear your opinion on this. Oh, Caleb's Caleb's right. That guitar sounds like ass, but I think that's the that's an aesthetic choice. Um. These guys are kind of shoegazy for sure. Um, shoegazy, yes. I'm not overly. I'm not a huge fan of shoegaze, but. Um, What's wrong with 
what's wrong with homosexual shoes. That's not <laughs> that kind. It's gazing oh. at your shoes. What? Because... <laughs> <laughs> they can sell whatever kind of shoes they want, man. They're yeah, bro. We're a gender shoe fluid podcast. I support. Uh, uh, doing okay there? Shoe gaze. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> 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 that gaze out of you right there, Nick. I thought you were frozen for a second. <laughs> I'm emotionally frozen. Emotionally frozen. Okay, shoegaze is a good call. I always forget that shoegaze is a genre, and I bet if I actually spent more time listening to shoegaze music, I'd probably like it. It's well, not a genre, gotta, it's a verb. You know, Well, I would say oh. that you got to keep in mind that there are like, some shoegaze bands, and then there are some like regular bands that call themselves shoegaze because they couldn't get a good recording oh i don't know okay. i'm not gonna call out which bands are which i mean it's like the it's, it's like it's like, like the indie label right it's like oh, yeah you're like ah shit well we sound like shit well we're an indie band it's an interesting <laughs> sound <laughs> that's, well, anyway. that's it. and it's fine the song i'm this is gonna be my most sounding it's fine of of the night it i don't have any complaints it, it just for me it just kind of sounds like what i would for, for it for the mood that i would be listening to this i'd rather be listening to yacht club so ah well you get <laughs> i get snare hit. Cool. <laughs> yacht what club do you owes us money now too because we've mentioned them too many times what do you think of it you just remind Gil? Me how much money string lights owes you guys yeah um, i think i I calculated <laughs> earlier this week five million hand jobs is what five million string lights. All right, I'm gonna get some mm. lotion on these mutts. Mitts. Not you, better wear, you better wear a club. Everybody invest gay. in Jergens now. Joke's uh, <laughs> on you. I'm going for gold bond. The Fuck. healing properties are intense. I knew insider trading <laughs> was a bullshit idea. Proto <laughs> martyr, uh, Gil, go. <laughs> I don't know. At first, it was kind of boring, to be honest. Reminds me too much of the National. I don't know if you guys heard oh, the band, yeah. the National. Yeah, I've heard that. I've never, I've never really gotten into the National though. Yeah, I never really got to them either. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. The more I listen to it, it's all right. And you know, once it picks up, it is a lot better. But yeah, I'll, I'll agree that it's fine. I've never really listened to this band at all, so I can't can't judge them too hard. Assuming that their entire catalog is not homosexual shoes, so funny. It's fine. Is that where we're making the money now? Yeah, homosexual shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I run this as a nonprofit, and I make money on home on on shoe gays. I'm like oh yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing two right shoe, right footed shoes because they're gay. Can I can I take this opportunity to plug my my new business? Um, I started a business. It's an energy drink for Asian homosexuals. Um, Wolf soda. Um, the uh, the main flavor is coconut penis. <laughs> Have you? Are, is it Robert California? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wolf Cola, God. everybody. I had to get him in here. Hey, man, we have a lot of sponsors this episode. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> You're not getting any money out of Robert California. He owes a lot of no, money. No, actually, I owe Robert California 
he actually owns 56% of the stock, uh, the shares of Old Heart Radio. <laughs> exactly. so. Oh, he would too. I, I sold him mine and then six of Jeremiah's. 6% of Jeremiah's. <laughs> Is this on Shark Tank? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we were in the lobby of Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have a, a feeling that that energy drink might sell really well at <laughs> Uptown Bollywood Nights. Oh, yes. That makes sense. Maybe like the next song by Dan the Automator. Yeah. Okay. So Dan the Automator, we all have a frame of reference for him from Del- the project Deltron 3030, which is an amazing project. And though I could have put any number of tracks uh, from there on here, as we know, again, I wanted to kind of focus on an element of that. And I wanted to choose Dan the Automator because I was like, damn, dude, like, I, like, I have not dug into his, like, what's on Spotify from him right now. And uh, listening to this, I just loved how fucking funky it was, how just kind of, like, how there's just, like, a drive to it. It, you know, it wasn't what I expected from uh, a track by Dan the Automator. and But it's, like, I don't know, it just caught me, man. And I was listening to it on the way back from the airport one day, and uh, I don't know why. It just, like, yeah, just roped me in. What do you guys feel about this track? What's your thoughts? You guys going to hit the nights? Yeah, I don't think I will. Like, and <laughs> I will say, like, I love Deltron 3030, and I think that Automator did just a genius, amazing, fantastic job on that. But this was super... There's so much fucking going on with this song. Like, it's so much that I couldn't really get into it i won't say that it's like the bottom of the list by any means but i don't think i would listen to it again yeah fair enough okay uh what about gil what do you think about this i'm in the same boat i think the funkiness i like but i don't know it's just not my jam I, I can see where people enjoy this, but eh. <laughs> Fair enough. reminds me of a like a maybe a montage scene from that. Oh yeah, you know, this Austin Powers movie or something. It's like a fucking like foot chase scene. Yeah. It's a soundtrack to a foot chase scene from a 1970s like. I don't know. It but it's like, like a exploitation film, you know. That, or it's like a, it's like a s- slapstick comedy, and like they're like race walk chasing. At some point, Leslie Nielsen trips over something during <laughs> this. <laughs> Slips on a banana peel. <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of head nods out of Caleb, so let's hear your take. So I was getting montage uh, vibes as well. And I was like surprised when I put it together. I'm like, oh, this is the automator. That's crazy. But um, I liked it. I thought it was fun and weird and silly. And the album cover is great. It just looks like all these pictures from what I imagine the soundtrack to this, uh, like this song is for is like a, a, a fever dream of a montage running around doing crime and some city in India. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just one? wild. I don't know. New Delhi, maybe? It's Bombay, man. It says oh. right there. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, okay, we're Bombay. My bad. I've never been to India. Mumbai um, is what it is now. Okay, whatever. But anyway, um, I also like the font on the album cover um, where I missed what the uh, 
the fucking city was that I was trying to talk about. Is this the font that you didn't read? The font's cool because the E looks like a little Pac-Man. <laughs> um, this one's up there for me, honestly. Like this is this is top of the list for me. I really like this one. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Well, let's hear from our our um, old heart radios India geography expert, Nick. Did you know that in some parts of India you can grow <laughs> bamboo? I did know that. Oh, what? <laughs> Probably grow bamboo <laughs> in every part of India. You, you can't kill bamboo. That shit's it just grows. You, you can't grow, kill you can, bamboo. God. You can grow ba- you bamboo can. in Manashi. Uh, you can be no, it, b- b- bamboo. You can grow feel, bamboo anywhere. I got bamboo right here. I'm pretty sure I am a goddamn idiot because until I listened to this, it never occurred to me that I could just go listen to Dan the Automator. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like, man, Dan. Dan made some really kick-ass beats for Dell on, on, on his albums. And I just never figured that I could just go listen to more of those. Yeah, like, what? Uh, that, 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 honestly, dude, that was me one day. I was just like, what the fuck else has that cat done? Like, why haven't I ever dug into, like, extra shit? Like, <laughs> But it was great. I, get, I got the same montage vibes. I got a little bit of Tarantino. I got a little bit of, like, black exploitation films of those era, of that era. Um, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to be putting this album on for more. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I just thought it was a really, like, like you just said, I just thought it was a really fun song. Like, it just a random one. Random man. one. Not as random as Pressure, though. Okay, I'll admit that. <laughs> well, speaking of just plain fun, how about oh. City Hall, I believe, and Malibu Nights by Tenacious D? Yeah, boy. Okay. Tanak. Tanak. So, okay, everybody, we got, you know, there was not going to not be a, a Tenacious D song on this playlist. The last episode, I think I had two songs on there. Uh, this one, I just wanted to put one of their fun ones on. And just like one of their ones is just like a fucking one of their, a Tenacious D like kick ass, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's all this song is. It's just, you know, it's just a fucking redonkulous song about JB and KG fucking becoming like kings of the dual kings of the world and like then they murder each other <laughs> and there's like bullshit like shakespearean plot lines so it's like it's just ridiculous it's fucking absurd it's such an epic like saga it really is and i i don't know now that i've gotten a little bit older i feel like this is probably my favorite piece on that album like yeah yeah, like i think as i've uh, younger days like um hard fucking and dio wonder boy is still great but some of the like that album is a masterpiece and i still love all of it but this is just like it's such a crazy story to go through i fucking love this song hell yeah dude so yeah (laughs) what about caleb um, I have nothing bad to say about Tenacious D. One of the best bands I've ever seen live. Um, still counting my lucky stars for that one. So um, they did. Also, Explosions in the Sky and Snoop Dogg, Crazy Night, and The Prodigy. <laughs> it's a random time. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what a random time. It was. And this is a random fucking song. It's, it, it's a wild ride. There's all this... There's talk of communism and poisoned wine and <laughs> kinds of... <laughs> 
kinds of underground bunkers. Yeah. It was just like there's it's so quotable. Like you could just you could just uh, shout out any line from this and like someone who knows is gonna be like haha. Little two kings. It it's definitely kind of a a deeper cut of the D. Yeah, for real. I have nothing nothing bad to say about it. Um yeah, this is it's a classic. If you guys haven't listened to Tenacious D out there, fucking give your balls a tug, sort your life out, and get back to me once you have. <laughs> what about you, Gil? Oh yeah, I, when, I, when I saw this on here, I went back and listened to it, and the, the first song being "Kobasa Sausage" on that album, <laughs> dude, it took me back to ninth grade. Uh, music exploration class. Me and Flannery performed Kielbasa Sausage on a Friday. Oh well, it was an instrumental have, version. It was the instrumental version. <laughs> but we should have just said fuck it and just gone full on and played <laughs> that entire. Just about like a rough anal sex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this music exploration class. <laughs> that whole thing and, and it all. I mean, ultimately, it was a, the massive inspiration between Jay Sh- behind Jay Schmatter El Capitan just yeah where that exploded from and so I'll, I'll always love Tenacious D for that the yeah. later Hell yeah. the the Rise of the Phoenix was not a great album but I still it's all still right there's a there's a there's a couple of rippers on there I think mm-hmm. but yeah it's there's nothing there's nothing that quite like hits as much like this album where yeah, I mean? everything is just even the skits you just it. you jam you jam on certain songs because you can't you know because because they rock and 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 it's just you laugh throughout the whole fucking thing like <laughs> it's just like a, it's a it's like a just such a like humorous enjoyable fucking like front to back in a way mm-hmm. so you guys just jarred a memory loose for me i'm sorry to before I jump into Nick's opinion, I have to tell you this story. So this must have been about ninth grade-ish. And um, anyone who's been to Wenatchee or lived in Wenatchee knows that every year we have the classy chassis, which is a big, big fucking deal. And so me and my stepdad at the time, we went and we took, no, it was me and my brother we went and took his truck he had a big truck at the time and we parked it on grant road so that we could you know go down in the evening sit in the back of the pickup with the whole family and watch the classy chassis which was all fine and dandy and me and my brother didn't think anything about it we're listening to tenacious d it was fucking great so classy chassis gets over and we have my 95 year old grandma with us and my stepdad decides to drive her home my brother is already left in another vehicle so it's my stepdad my 95 year old grandma in the front of the pickup i'm sitting in the bed of the pickup and we drive home and it's i can't fucking tell what's going on but when we get out my stepdad is so red in the fucking face and pissed <laughs> off and he gets off and he's like you need to get in this fucking truck now and figure out what the fuck is going on with this radio there's oh, some no. filthy fucking shit playing right now and it's fucking 
apparently he drove my grandma home and listened to hard fucking and fuck her gently oh going into explosivo i don't know because my the silence was more Kevin unbearable. owns a wrecking yard he knows he knows vehicles better than anything he should have just turned the volume down but for some reason he couldn't <laughs> figure it out and froze up and sure. they listened to the whole the, goddamn thing it sounds I, like I, a I, fun I'm doubting his Kevin. motives i think he listened to it on purpose because he thought it was funny well he was fucking furious when we got to the house so damn but after that juicy tidbit let's hear nick's opinion Yo, city hall on city hall all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start by touching on the story of this song which is them starting riots i guess well no that's the right part we're, we're gonna start at the riots because let's just paint the picture here this is the prologue of the film um, the, the, everything's burning down. They're throwing shit. They're kicking over shit. They're breaking fucking windows of small businesses, and they're setting fucking fires. And they burn down the entire world after hiding it down in a bunker. They decide to become a like a bilateral monarchy, utterly like totalitarian, <laughs> totalitarian dictatorship monarchy. But communism is where they draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> Like countless are dead in this scenario. World governments have been brought to a utter standstill, probably just eliminated entirely. The only way to survive was in bunkers, but communism has just taken it a step too far. That's right. <laughs> Call me fucks. That was communist. It's a good song. It's Tenacious D. I have all the same memories that you guys have because I was probably there for a lot of them of listening to these this band. It's the tubes there's just something special about the first album that i don't know what it is it's like the exact production level of it it's the exact number of skits it's the exact number of songs that devolve into skits or start from skits it's just i don't know i think it's a perfect album I would agree. it's a rich marinara that's for sure well i know this last song on the list got a little play at the top but fuck it let's hear it again the ride by string lights oh yeah so i did throw that on there mainly because what one the world needs the new world needs to know and two because i've just been ripping it fucking hard dude like it's one of those songs um i mean we've all listened to it but it's one of those it's one of those like songs it for some reason like it's just applicable at multiple times in your in the day. Like I turned it, I I flipped it on when I was like looking at ingredients laid out on the counter, being like, "What the fuck am I gonna cook?" I put on the ride, and then like I hashed out some delicious ass <laughs> fucking meal. Montage, and, you know, like when I opened <laughs> when I was opening the cafe, like I flipped this fucking track on and like juiced up some espresso and just like like boom bap. It was like a fucking just like cake morning. I don't know, dude. It, like, legit, like, is a fucking ripper. And I, I just, like, I wanted to show appreciation to String Lights for the fact that, like, this song just kicks ass, man. Well, String Lights appreciates you, because that's my first cafe play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you, you definitely nailed it, Nick. Both songs are fucking great. I, I can't say that I could pick a favorite out of the two, but keep bringing the heat. Yeah. Caleb, let's hear. Let's hear. I mean, I nice things about me. I no, I'm not going to. I fucking hate. I like. I no, I'm just kidding. Um, this is great. Um, it makes me like just burst out laughing, especially like 
the first like little verse with the with the synth little da, da, da. like I just <laughs> I just thought of like uh, 80s like exercise videos and um, which is never a bad thing. No, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Who doesn't love leg warmers and leotards? Yeah, right? sit and be fit. Oh, no. <laughs> that lady wasn't this cool. Um, no, it's it's just fun and like I I like listening to it when I'm when I'm driving cuz that's that's the best use for this. I mean, I don't have a, a neon motorcycle in a cityscape, so I'll just drive my my Honda and listen to this. <laughs> but, yeah, I got got no beef with string lights. I this is fucking rad. I think if I had to pick a favorite, I I think I like this one. I mean, it's like choosing a child, and neither of them are fuck ups. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just tasty. There's nice guitar solo. It's uh, it's it's got the right amount of cheese, and I am all about munching on that cheese. I tried to yeah, load. It up I don't know a lot of cheese. Gil, do you do you have a last word about string lights before we go to tops and bottoms? No, I I've listened to it quite a bit. It's yeah, I got I like the montageness to it. You're like you could be rolling down a cityscape or on a chase of some sort. You know. I definitely passed it on to other people and they enjoyed it, so Nice. When are we getting the goth Christmas song? Because that's TikTok. That's coming. Christmas is almost here, bitch. I released it last year, and honestly, it's one of my favorite songs that I've made. It just, it I I set out to write a ripoff hymn song with some sixty nine eyes influence, and I succeeded. It was like yeah, some bullshit you you hear of Viva La Bam or something. (laughs) That's immediately I thought of Viva La Bam or CKY or something like that. And if, if 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 I just had like a little bit more free time these days, I've I've been pretty busy. If I had a little bit more free time, I would love to actually sit down and write some goth Christmas lyrics to just like sing in some bullshit Billy Vallow voice and, and just like really really complete that song and let it let it shine for what it is. But one I day, it, I I don't know if I'm gonna have the time to do it in time because it's what November 23rd now. I've only got a month. That's not enough time. 32 days. Yeah. And the ornaments are already out. Shit. That's true. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the list. So let's uh, let's hear some tops and bottoms. And since String Lights didn't get to mention his own song a second time, <laughs> let's hear his tops and bottoms. All right. My top song on this was The Ride by String Lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my, my actual top song... Oh God, I'm gonna have to go with Dan the Automator for this one, just because yeah. I was that excited to like realize, because for, for some reason I couldn't realize that on my own, that I could just go listen to Dan the Automator as an option. That's gonna be cool. I mean, for the same reason I'm gonna be listening to Mad Lib, and then I also gotta throw Dinosaur Junior in there on on my tops of this list. Nice. On my on my bottom, I really don't have a dedicated bottom. I I, I might. I'm, I'm not gonna put Billy Joel down there, but that song was weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to put every, that every time I die song down at the bottom. Wow, the whip! It doesn't feel good to do it. <laughs> I, I'll say that much. I don't. I don't think every time I die rates a bad rating. It's just the song I like the least on this one. That's fair. Well, Gil, what about you? 
will be easy for me to pick, you know, Mon's Mouse or Ignatius D. So I'm not going to do that. Um, probably the Yacht Club song. It's because I've not really listened to that band before and it's typical indie music bullshit that I like. And so I'll put that up there. Oh, I'll, I'll check them out some more. I'm sure they'll creep into my daily shit now that I've listened to this. Yeah, dude, that, that's exactly what happened to me. Like, I had this on rotation, and then, like, it just started creeping into my other daily mixes. Yeah, if, if Devin Townsend creeps into my daily, I might I might just delete my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Fair you enough. can get rid of them. It takes a while, but I have. I think I've completely convinced my Spotify that the front bottoms don't exist. Not, so if not I anymore, they're not. That, oh, fuck. <laughs> if I could do that, I My um, least... Like I said, I don't, I don't hate anything on this. I mean, these are all pretty much at my wheelhouse. Um, maybe what the wall said, just because it's kind of boring at first, and just reminded me too much of the national, which I don't hate the national. It's just wasn't as original as the others. I don't get the hate on Billy Joel. <laughs> Man is an icon. The fucking he's a national treasure. He set the, you know, when, when are we going to start the fire, you know? Well, Lab, yeah. what about you? See in, well, you for tops, um, it's kind of tied between like um, Dan the Automator. That's just a weird, fun song. Um, and for like similar reasons, like fuck Nick's feelings, but like, like just true and honestly, like uh, the ride is is probably probably honestly the top one because that's like i like that i'll listen to that kind of music just anyway um and again fuck nick's feelings um i'm not trying to make him feel good nick gets your tip nick gets your tip this week i do feel good just the tip damn it you made me feel good (laughs) oh see you're making (laughs) him feel good you're doing it right now you're making him feel you're making him feel good with your tip okay i feel so good Oh my god. But yeah, it was a good song. I like that one. Um uh oh, least favorite. Oh boy. Yeah. It's it's a it's a really nasty uh quarreling wrestling match between Dinosaur Jr. and Modest Mouse. Um I would have to say I'm going to tip the hat to Modest Mouse because oh. I can get over I can get over the, you know, lackluster 90s vocals of Dinosaur Jr. and the the rest of the song, the instruments are okay. But Modest Mouse, man, go just fuck your mother's god. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. I'm sorry, but all right. duly Blech. duly noted. I hope you find mother's a king, uh, a rat king. Uh, yeah, I hope your dick doesn't turn into a rat hope, king. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck wake up to, would be- to a rat king dick so would that mean rats are tied to his dick or a bunch yeah. of dicks are tied together to his dick Ooh, a, bunch hey, of, a bunch of dead dicks tied together to your dick which How is also this dying happen? you started it fuck a bunch of dicks suffocating each other you know oh. you guys are mean to Devin I don't do this to you <laughs> well maybe you should pieces of shit you know, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll t- well, to contrast that, I say for my tops, Dinosaur Jr. and Yacht Club are fighting it out, but I'll probably give the nod to Yacht Club. That song, I don't know. I 
I hadn't really heard much like that in a long time. I fucking dug it. I thought it was great. And I'm just going to take the easy out and go with Pressure by Billy Joel as my bottom. I don't fucking dig that at all. (laughs) Billy Joel can keep his cocaine. (laughs) So now it comes to the time. Let's hear Jared. What a my tips and tops. Yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah, there's lots of stuff on here that it's obviously hard to go through. My top. My top particularly on this list, probably because, you know, like I listen to so many of these regularly. Uh, it's pro- honestly, it's probably Slim's return um, just because of the, the fucking mellowness of it all. There's so much, you know, though, maybe I'm regretting that. I don't know that I am. I think that's my tip. I think Slim's return is my tip just because it's, uh, it, they were, how do I say it? It, it, it took play. It took the place on this playlist for a number of jazz songs that I also wanted to put on here because I'm saving those up for another thing, you know, another episode. And so I think it's a really great representation of like a whole side of music that we didn't, uh, that I chose not to put on here. Um, everything else, uh, was pretty straightforward. I think my least favorite on this list is, I mean, it's probably pressure by Billy Joel just because like song, that song is just like, like we were talking about earlier, you're just like it's it's like a it's a car wreck that you're just staring at, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's a weird fucking song, but there's also something like strange about like there's something that sucks you back to it because it has a, a certain like wild energy about it either way, you know. You're very uh, frantic. Yeah, I mean, it, it can give you anxiety. I feel like you know, like nope. Caleb was saying, like. <laughs> But yeah, I'm 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 honestly surprised you guys liked most of the tracks on this list. So that was that was surprising to me. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back on that one. <laughs> I yeah, was like, was... put together something that's not trash, bug. <laughs> yeah, I was like I, I I think I said earlier, I felt like you played it pretty safe with your 25 track one and I felt like you really took some risks on this one and exposed me to some stuff I was not expecting and it paid off in, in good ways. Yeah, I, I would up. agree. Like Two thumbs up from Dave and Buster's and some decent Noble. exposure, he would say. <laughs> I would, I would say overall on this play, like it was, there wasn't anything like when I listened to it the third, fourth time through, like there was nothing that I had to skip, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely been songs on other playlists that, mm-hmm. mind you, pretty much anything by Devin Townsend is <laughs> as soon as I hear it, I just fucking skip it. But um, I'll listen to it the first time, but fuck any more than that. And I didn't feel that with this one. So, um, Gil, did you overall feeling? Overall good. Solid. There's more than a feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I didn't hate any of it. I'm not going to backshot Caleb again there, though. So, well, I this is the only one I got in. Dusty got more Devin Townsend hate in this week than I did. So, uh, Mike, I had to get at least one in there. So, it's not that he's a bad artist, it's his voice that pisses me off. 
Yeah, you guys did play it a little conservatively this time with it. It's probably so you can let it hit harder the next time. Are you guys going to like start a, another podcast series where you just talk shit about Devin Townsend? Because it's, <laughs> it's not a horrible idea. I don't hate the idea. I'll have to talk to Jared off camera about this, but I don't know. It's like, oh, it's just... further development. <laughs> Like this is this must be like the the bad feelings of what a what a cuckold experience is. Just like <laughs> Evan Townsend would know. Just just like what are they doing with something I love so much? I just have to sit here and deal with it. Oh, Fuck. That's so rough. That's how I feel. Thanks. Oh my god. So rotten. We're cucking Caleb over Devin oh, Townsend. No. And you know what? I'm not into it. <laughs> Uh, you What's your, well, we gotta come up with a safe word then, dude. <laughs> Townies. Townies. That's so terrible. I like that this is where we're ending the podcast. <laughs> At least Devin Townsend wasn't on this help, this playlist. Oh. I agree 100%. I, oh, great God. thing. It's great. But, well, hot dogs, I, I feel like... Uh, we're coming to the end of this one. I'm glad that I only have to do this this week. I'm glad that the captain <laughs> will step back in afterwards. Oh, so maybe let's just uh, maybe I'll take a seat and let you finish it out. You you have a way of doing oh. this. Yeah, we, we can try. Oh, you just didn't want to do the words. Yeah, okay. yeah the fucking let, words. Let's, God let's, damn tr it. let's try the last words there, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Okay, um, you know. It gets better with time, I think. Let's see. Who wants to go first? Who wants to give me a word? I'll remember him, I promise. <laughs> well, I just looked on my nightstand and I have some chapstick. So, chapstick. Chapstick. Okay. Brought to you by. Yeah, no, chapstick. Or, no, no free cornucopia. String lights? Uh, chapstick cornucopia. It's a holiday scene. Chapstick and cornucopia. Who's going to give me one? Tom Solenoid. Fury. Oh, fuck. Wait, 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 what? Well, one word at a time. I can't Go memorize all of them. Solenoid. Oh, no. Chapstick, cornucopia, solenoid. Solenoid. All right. Tom Foolery. <laughs> ah. Okay. Chapstick, cornucopia. I. Okay. Oh, chapstick, cornucopia, solenoid. Alzheimer's. And yeah, symptoms of early Alzheimer's. And uh, <laughs> damn it, I did forget the last one with all that la all that that witty laughter and banter. Caleb, god damn it, you foiled me this week. Let's 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 go with Alzheimer's. That seems to be appropriate. <laughs> Alzheimer's. Either way, I hope everybody has a good night with all your chapstick. I hope it's a cornucopia of great times. Um, solenoid. <laughs> Do you know what a solenoid is? Anybody? But aside from Jameson? It's yeah. not important. Okay, fine. I have a very, very loose and probably wrong understanding of solenoid. You're the one who said it. I know. Hey, we can all say things, it's okay? Cool this is a, this is an open environment. This is... <laughs> all right. Seriously, though, thanks for listening. I hope you all enjoy your uh, festivities if you feast. Oh Feast, yeah, festivities. Uh, and uh, seriously, thank you for whoever is actually listening to this out there, and thank you to you guys for actually like creating this show with me. It's uh, it's been such a fucking 
I'll just um, say that I'm thankful. Awesome thing, man. Oh, maybe we all just say what we're thankful for. There, that's even better. Let's fucking do that. Do I'm it. thankful for Devin Townsend. So there's a never-ending thing we could just shit on. God damn it! You <laughs> took it from me. Oh, no. <laughs> you stole it. <laughs> Anybody want to follow that? <laughs> um, I feel I'm like thankful. we entered into this with ba- in bad faith. I'm I'm thankful for um, <laughs> the uh, modern marvel that is a solenoid, which is an inductive uh, active activated switch. Because without them, many of our wonderful technologies would not be possible. Wow! Thanks. Hmm. The wow. more you know. I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will say though, if we're doing things, I, I, am just gonna, I, I, I was saying it earlier, but I'm thankful for this show, guys. Like you guys have pushed my musical tastes lately, and the reason why this playlist was, uh, more had some more contemporary things on there than the last one was because, uh, you guys have like helped me kind of like re, re, reimagine my taste a little bit along the way, and some, some, some of these playlists that we've gotten from our friends have also done that, so. You know, thank you. But we'll leave it there. Corn dogs, hot dogs, whatever the fuck you are. Stuff a few of you dogs in a turkey and, uh, you know, cook it all day tomorrow, next day. And uh, listen to more uh, old heart radio podcasts. We got 300 of these motherfuckers up online somewhere. (laughs) Oh, and listen to string lights. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.